Three, two, one. I often wake up with tears in my eyes, thinking I could have done stuff different. I could have changed how I lived my life. The weight of the world just constantly digging away at me. And often, I think there's only one thing that could take it all away. And I think the one thing that would relieve me of all that suffering, angst, angst, is materialistic goods. <laughs> I often I think. Looking at it going that way. Okay. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're a drug addict, or if your wife left you, or if your kids love your partner more than you and you lost them in the divorce hearing. It doesn't matter because I'll tell you why it doesn't matter. None of those things make you happy. What makes you happy are materialistic objects that don't hold their value and that are in the greater scheme meaningless. I'm talking Nike shoes. I'm I'm talking stuff you can get on size.co.uk for example. In fact, if I were to say anything would make our listeners happy it'd be to go to the rabbitsociety.com forward slash podcast and use any of those sponsored links to buy materialistic and theoretically worthless um, objects so please do that to support the show well today we have a couple of things on the list to talk about Um, if I was going to be brutally honest the most listened to episode we've had so far is the one that I did by myself talking about breakups in isolation. And I have a little sneaking suspicion that reason why is because the only, the only person who, or the only people who listen to podcasts are, are generally, uh, people going through some kind of, I was going to say midlife crisis, but it could be quarter life crisis. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is I'm going to aim this episode at a whole new audience that are having a whole new different type of crisis. And instead of breaking up with people, I thought we could address the topic of what we should do to catch, to capture, to hold hostage someone's emotions and feelings, to make them fall in love with you, I think is what normal people often say. And as a single person, as you would expect, given that I was talking about going through breakups and self-isolation, I thought as a single person I could talk to my mother about what, a woman wants. You know, there's people out there right now who don't... Okay, this is starting to sound very odd. Um, I don't mean I don't mean physically. That would be odd. And I feel like from the look that you just gave me, that's what you thought I meant because you look very confused. No, you were putting me on the spot there because I'm thinking I'm not sure I'm ready to be able to... You've had a whole advice. lifetime of, of I preparation. Know, but, it, you know, you give me to 30 seconds and I've got to come up with these ideas. That's often what I do in my love life I as well. I have had a drink. Um, and I only had two hours, 47 minutes sleep last night. Well, let me open it with an experience that I had. Had you asked me the night before and I had 10 hours, I'd have been whizzing around. Let me, let me kick it off with an experience that I had. Okay. Um, two days ago, maybe I was on a date. Well, I was organizing a date 
And um, when was this? Sorry, two days ago. So we weren't here. No, you weren't. And I was waiting for this lady in Oxford, and they were late. So I thought, as you would do, uh, I would call them, which I did, and I answered the phone with my usual pickup line. Pickup line. My usual greeting, which in this case was "Sir bitch." <laughs> and because I like to keep things, you know, unexpected, oh even God. though it's, yeah. you know, new, I thought, keep them on your toes just to make, you know, put them in their place. It's a little power move early on into the relationship just to make sure. <laughs> Stop thinking I'm being serious. I'm not being serious. Of course I'm not being serious. But I did actually answer the phone with sup, bitch. But, you know, it was jokey. Yeah. Um, and well, also I, I was going to, I was going to reference the, you may not have seen it, but there's a vine. I'll pull it up, but I can't be asked. And maybe it's copyright, who knows, of uh, of someone I'm sure the listeners will know. This dude playing the guitar and he says, I love you, bitch. I'm never going to stop loving you, bitch. And he's like, he, he's trying to play the guitar, but really he's not playing any chords. And I was referencing the vine in this greeting. So I said, sup, bitch. I ain't never going to stop loving you, bitch. Mm. Obviously, I wasn't taking things seriously. It's You know, we're not using the L word. And uh, it was her mum. <laughs> and I was wondering, because all I heard when I said sup, bitch, was someone laughing, who I assumed was her. Um, and I only realised it was the mum when I started referencing this vine. She said, no, 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 stop. I'm her mum. Oh, my God. Yeah, fantastic news. Oh, my God. So where did it go from there? I think I saved it in the end. I think I was able to play it off call. Um, she took it like a champion. And look, there you go. So um, who knows? Maybe even they might even be listening to this. So we'll, we'll tread lightly and we'll, we'll move on to the, to the next subject. Um, but I just thought, you know, that opens the door to the conversation, which is how are you meant to treat a woman? Because that made me think for the first time in my life that maybe you shouldn't answer the phone you know, to someone that you've just started dating with, sup, bitch? Well, <laughs> I think you might be right. I'm not sure how I would react. React. <laughs> Reacted to that. Oh, oh I love so it. so tired. I only had two, four, two 47 minutes long. Okay, look, yeah. So if anyone's wondering, it's, it's the tiredness that's kicking in. That's, um, so what, what would you and have... we've had a few drinks. What there. would you have said, exactly? Um, what would you have said? Would have that. been a good way to introduce oh, yourself to a girlfriend. Goodness. And I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying on the phone. I'm saying there's people out there now. Okay. They've been locked up. Okay. They're as horny as a nun who's sworn an oath for the last 40 years. Okay. They cannot wait. And we're talking to primarily men. I think the analytics show that it's about 75% of people who listen to this are guys. What advice do you give to those men of Great Britain? Jamaica, wherever else that listen, Singapore was on the list. I'm sure they're out there killing. Um, what would you give to those people? What should you but do a as a first date, as a way of introducing yourself to a girl? How do you break away from the crowd? How do you make yourself stand out as a as a valid option to pass on genetic material with? Go. So talk about putting me on the spot. Well, I'm a different. I'm a different age group. So You're in a different generation. I am. But you know what? Love doesn't change. It doesn't change, but you probably laugh at what my my opinion is. But um, I th- 
think respect is a huge one for respect. me. Yeah. For me, humor, kindness, um, and showing an interest in the other person and not talking about yourself all the time. You know what? Some would say that's good advice. Well, it's my opinion. Where where does treat them mean to keep them keen come into play? Because that you know you. If you run with that tactic, if you commit to it, then you've got to kind of throw out politeness and respect. You've got to well, kind I of. Well, I think then you're dealing with maybe some very immature people that would buy into that. Okay, well you're saying you that, were, but if the... you were if you were going to treat the mean and keep the mean to a. Uh... <laughs> you were just guessing when you said that saying. Twenty-six-year-old. Well, you came up with it. No, no, I didn't come up with it. I was just saying that when you tried to say it. Uh, you may have just swapped round the words a couple of times. Or maybe you even <laughs> use the same word twice. Who knows? Maybe you got it wrong. A prize goes out anyway, to whoever can tell us. Just anyway, rewind it. Um, I just think the more um, mature woman, and I'm not talking old, I'm talking... Harry. You know, <coughs> mid to late 20s onwards. <laughs> okay, yeah. They they aren't going to be taken in with treat them mean and keep them keen. Well, it depends how mean, you know. You're not putting cigarettes out in their eyes yet. You know, you can build up to that. But I think to start with, to start with, you just, you know, maybe take a couple of hours to reply to their message. Do you reckon? You know, are, is there, are those well, kind of mental maybe, games maybe worth Maybe I it? am talking with hindsight because I probably went down that road and probably thought, oh, he's not calling me and maybe he will tomorrow. And well, maybe it's can because I throw you of under the this bus? and maybe it's because of that and you make excuses. Whereas now I think, well, sort of. Can I throw you under the bus? Buff, I'll throw you under the bus. In the buff. <laughs> if I was going to throw you under the bus, I'd say, uh, what did Van Morrison do? Ooh, now we're getting into some spicy territory. I won't tell you what he asked me. Oh, what? But he didn't get the response he wanted. Ooh. Yeah. So he wanted a, some fun and run. But well, you're not I about... about running. He was, you know, he seemed quite. To be fair, keen. he tracked you down, from what I, I remember. Will, yeah, do you I want to share 26. that story, or is that too personal? We can reach out to Van Morrison's PR people oh, no, and hold them hostage. No, 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 no. He's married, happily married now. No, uh, maybe not happily. You know, he's rich. He's often. Married, he's married to a Miss England, <laughs> half his age. You're a Miss. He'll be happy. Yeah, you're a Miss Swindon, aren't you? <laughs> Don't you dare. Well, we know how those things go. I'm not going to muddy the waters, though. Give it 20 years and some Class B and A drugs, and I'm sure things will... No. No, no, no. It was a a strange experience. He was in his 40s, and I was mid-20s. Creepy! An unusual... um, Hey, not his doing. I was so fascinated by his music and had been for decades and I didn't know who he was. I just loved his music. Went to see I think him you at, were innocently went fangirling. Went to see him at the Dominion and I had these album covers where he looked about 30 and I was 26 thinking, God, you know, this is amazing. What a lovely guy. I love his music. And then when he actually came on stage <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, this is the support band because that's not Van Morrison. And then he started singing and I thought, that's Van Morrison. And he's twice my age. Well, he wasn't actually, but he looked at, oh, that's mean. Um, <laughs> I love it. Every, and... you, oh, I love how lightly you try to tread on these episodes. You can't even call out Van Morrison. A I multi-millionaire know. who has 
who is not going to pay any attention to this podcast. You think, oh, I can't say that you looked double no, my age twenty want, years ago. I don't want people thinking badly of him because it was me that went backstage, going, oh, I'd love to meet him. Managed to get a backstage pass. I knocked on his dressing room door. Okay, well now it makes it sound like you were thirsty and that you were chasing. No, it. I seriously, this sounds so corny. But yeah, I had every right. album he'd ever made. I loved his music and didn't know anything about him. We didn't have Facebook or Google or anything. I mean, I just didn't know anything about him. But I loved his music and his album covers. He looked very young, my age. And I just thought, wow, you know, I really love his stuff. I'd love to meet him. And I just met your dad <laughs> at that time. So I wasn't looking for a relationship or anything. Um, That's why I'm saying I think it was it was pretty innocent because just imagine innocent. how many times though he would have had some you know twenty odd woman knock on his door no and that's what they were <laughs> looking for and I know that no. you know what maybe you were looking for that maybe you weren't I don't know okay you weren't obviously I know I I've heard this story about a hundred times and that yeah long story short because we won't go into details in case we get sued for being libelous. But he ended up chasing it rather than my mum, and my mum turned it down because she was with my dad. Um, I've just realised I'm quite into old people music, but how many people my age are going to know Van Morrison? Not, not many. I'm sure say. there's a there may be a couple of songs out there you rec- yeah that you recognise. Right, but I don't girl. Th- I think everyone must know that one. Maybe. Um, but you know. Well, well, so if you don't, we need if to. If you don't look up his stuff, and we're digressing. We need to come back to the to, to the topic, which is if you were to just try and win over a, a you know a sweet lass's heart, as you would say in your homeland of Scotland, uh, what would you be doing to? Uh, what would you be doing to do that? Well, I think that's what sense of humour, but that sounds corny. But it's so true. No, you've you've already given this this advice. Uh, so we we need something that the the women have never let us onto yet. We need some oh advice my God, that put me on the spot. Well, let me see if I can if I can offer any advice, vice versa, to the twenty five percent of people who listen to this that are women. Okay, I don't know if I can Jeez. be bothered to edit this out or not, but I'm fucking. Bitch of a dog is barking, and both of us have been looking this at each other this whole episode, being like, "Are we gonna fucking? What should we do? Are we gonna strangle her? Are we it's gonna get her in, or what?" It's literally half ten. Dad, Jesse's barking. Hiya, Jesse's barking. Do you mind letting her in? Barking for ages. Um, you're on. You might be on the podcast. Oh, he's hung up. Cheeky fucker. That's what you know. What he's never getting an invite back again, and I'm sure he'll listen to this when it comes out. But yeah, you've you, you've made your bed. You're gonna sit in it now. Um. So yeah. Okay. What do men secretly want from women that we will never tell women? Let me just think. See what could really backfire here is that I'm gonna say something that I really want from a woman that no other men want. <laughs> you know, occasionally you want a pegging. I haven't got my phone. I'd Google it. <laughs> It's when a woman takes a man up the behind. Oh, my God. Normally with a strap on. Oh, my God. No, I don't... La, 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 la. I'm not listening. Well, that's what I mean. So, I don't... Yeah, so... I'm not sure they do, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. Um, no, of course they don't. Um, no, I'm, tra- I'm, I'm, I'm trying... I'm trying other. to... That okay. That whole that whole segment is going to get edited. I'm going to it beep it, and all better. people are going to yeah, they are. So you say that, and then, okay. and then I find it's there. What do women want that men won't say? Um, they want. They want. They want 
adoration and kindness and to be told they're lovely and boring. No, with... hang on, are we talking about what men want from women or women want from men? I thought <laughs> you were saying men want what from women, women want. but I was making a little, I was making okay. a goof. I wasn't being serious. Go on, what do women want? Let's... Well, that's what that's what I was saying. Yeah, so they go on. They want adoration. Be... They want well, not adoration, but just respect and kindness and. Um, not looked after because women are capable You're get in their own now. right, but just to be to have a partner who's considerate and, and wants to to make them feel good and be happy, and do stuff that will make them happy, and vice versa. It should work both ways. Mm. Doesn't um, sound very practical though. See, here's my advice. Okay, here's my two yeah, cents on the situation. You take them on a first date. Okay, you get the cheapest drink you can from some kind of coffee shop, but not Costa because it's branded. So you want something cheaper than that. You slip in some kind of drug. Don't, don't, don't. Something that's going to get them hooked on the first dose. Something that where they have no option but to to come back. And then maybe after two years of that, you then take the opportunity to cold turkey them. And by that time, they're already completely emotionally dependent on you. Um, then you can look to getting married, having kids. You stop loving each other almost immediately, but the kid holds you together because you feel some kind of pressure to keep them happy uh, until you both realise that the child is... They are completely aware of the situation the parents are in. I'm going. And then maybe at the age of, you know, 17, just before they move out, you finally decide to pull the plug on the marriage then, which leaves them uh, completely in the cold and, and having to pick sides as they're going through their probably the most valuable time of uh, education. Inevitably, they'll probably get hooked on some kind of, of drug, the kid that is. And, um, yeah, does that sound about right? I'm going. Should we call that a day? I think we'll call that a day. <laughs> Don't you that. I'm... <laughs> That's hideous. I wish we had a not, video podcast. Not even as a joke. Don't even do that. That's horrible. You'll get hate mail. And I know you don't think that way. But it's not funny. It's not. It's really not. There'll be people out there that will hate you. Guess what? Like... They'll hate me, but know what? Treating me and Keen Keen. Oh, fuck off. <laughs>